Welcome everyone to the Ohave Torah Har Lebanon Daf Yomi Shior today tonight Shior is Daf Kuf Gimel in Perek Habone in Shabbat. We will begin on Kuf Bet Bet, the words Amar Shmuel. Uh, in the middle of the page, first word line. Amar Shmuel. Shmuel says, Hamitzaded eta even chayav. If you position a stone to be the bottom stone of a wall, you're chayav you for building. You broke. You broke up that whole sentence, Rabbi. I apologize. Okay, maybe we should switch to the phone. Just a second. Well, let's pause. And start again because I didn't hear what you said. So, we said, a guy who um, positions a stone in the ground in order to be able to add more stones on top of it and create a wall is Chayav. Chayav, you did a minyan of building. That's the first stone in a wall. So you built something in your Chayav. Right. TV will ask a question. It says in the bright, if one guy puts a stone and the other guy puts the cement, the cement there is chayav. It sounds like the guy who puts the stone is not chayav. And if he's not chayav, so why is the guy who puts just the stone chayav? What's the difference? Says the Gemara, what about the end of that very same bright You know what it says? If you'll see on it, Even if you picked up the stone and put it on top of a pile of stones, a row of stones, Yechayav. How could you be Chayav? Even for putting a stone down without putting it in the ground? Ela, Slata, Binayu, Hava. It must be that there's three different stages of building, each stage with its own set of rules. And what is that? Well, the first Tata. one is... What? I was saying the first one you're carrying to put it isn't part... That's the first part is carrying, no? No, no, we're talking, let's say, if you're doing it in a private property, there's a of building. It's one of the separate 39 milachot, nothing to do with carrying. Got it. Okay. Cool. So we said there's tata, the bottom level, mitzia, middle level, ila, and top level. Tata on the bottom row of stones by to do the afra. What you need to do is you have to make it even in the dirt, which means when you put a bottom row of stones to build a wall, you don't need cement because you're not cementing it to anything. What you need to do is you need to make sure the ground underneath it does not does not have any bumps because if it's a bump, the whole wall will rock and the wall can fall. But you need to make sure that it's flat on the ground. So if you flatten the ground to put the stone and put the stone there, then you're chayav. Okay? Right. That's mm-hmm. for a bottom stone. Middle stone, you also need cement. If you put cement, then you have. But the top row, all you need to just do is place it there and you're ready. And that's why there's a machlok between the two cases. The bright that was talking about the top row, 
and we were talking about the bottom row. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mishnah said, Mishnah said, Misatet, if you chisel, asking Misatet, Mishumayich Mechayev. Why are you chayav for chiseling? Rav, so chiseling is not one of the 39 melachot. But our Mishnah had said that you're chayav a korban if you chisel. So, and it neglected to tell us which one of the 39 melachot you chayav for when you chisel. So there's going to be a machlok at Rav and Shmuel. Why are you chayav when you chisel? Rav Amar, Mishum Boneh. Rav says you chayav because you built. When you chisel, it's a little bit like building. And Shmuel says, It's because you struck the final hammer blow. When you have a, when a person has an object that you're making and you hit it with a hammer, the last hammer blow is called So to this chiseling is like the last hammer blow. Okay? And another case, a guy who makes an air hole in the chicken coop. You have a chicken coop that, coop that has a lot of number two in it from the chicken. And right. it has a smell. It hurts the chicken. So if you make a hole, you could ventilate it. So you make a ventilating hole in chicken soup. Rav Amar Mishum Boneh. Rav says, because you built a hole. That hole making is a building. Shmuel says no, it's like you did the final hammer blow because that ventilation hole makes the chicken coop livable. A guy who puts a peg into uh, into the into the hole in your rake which means you have a rake and it's missing one of the sticks that come out of it. So you take a piece of metal or a piece of, of wood and you stick it. Hi, how are you? And you stick it into the hole in the rake. Okay? You got right. the case here? Say yeah, it one more time. You have a, yeah, he's with us. He just, he just joined us, actually. So, Buzzer. yeah. Okay. What happens is like this. You had this rake. Yeah. And let's say a rake that has three different uh, sticks coming out of it, right, that you use to rip up the ground. Yes. Okay? And one of the sticks fell out. So now you have, a little, you have two sticks and a hole where the thing should be. If you right. take another piece of wood and you stick it into the hole so you can rake good, that's what mm-hmm. we're talking about here. Got if you it. did that, Rav says Yichayav because of Bonet. Bishmuel says, Makepatish. Rav says, you built, look, you built something when you put the, the stick in. And Shmuel says, no, you did the final hammer blow because you made the thing usable. And you made it complete. Correct. Awesome. Now, the Gemara now, so the Gemara just said three identical machlokets between Rav and Shmuel. The first case was a case where the guy um, made a, a hole in the wall. Drilled no. First case was a case if you made a hole in the loom, and then you made a chisel the hole in a stone, and then you had a case of wedging a peg into your rake. And right. each case, 
It was the same exact machloket. Rav says, building. Shmuel says, final hammer blow. So what do you need all of them? Just tell me one. I'll know all of them. That's the Gemara's question now. Mm-hmm. So it says the Gemara, I'll tell you why you need all of them. For the following reason. V'tzricha, we need them. If I only told you the first case, the meaning the case where you chiseled the hole in your wall, I would say, the reason why Rav says Yechayav over there, because it's chiseling a hole in the wall is like building. But making a ventilation hole is not usually a building thing. People don't build by making holes for ventilation. You could build by chiseling. But nobody builds by building holes. So you would think maybe Rav, who says you have for building, would say, oh, you only have for building when you're doing something that looks like building. Because you, when people do construction, they, they, they make holes for construction. But no one makes ventilation holes for construction. Right. right? Mm-hmm. If, if I didn't say the second case, I would think that Rav agrees to Shmuel in that case. The Yashmi Bahan, if it was said only the second case, but even the case of the ventilation hole looks like building, because even though you're making air, but it still looks a little like building. But sticking a peg into the rake, which doesn't look like binyan at all, so that maybe you'll say only the last case. If I only say the last case, I would say, oh, Shmuel, who says Makibatish, only says Makibatish in the rake case. But in the case of in the, of the first two cases, he would speak. One second, Father's one. Sorry, guys. No problem. I try not to answer this. My father got answer. Just now, something's not clear. Is this is this better? Yes. Okay, it has to be on the speaker. Should I go back and say it again? Um, 
Yeah, say it again because I really like uh, was like not clear, clear. Okay, so now, if you chisel, why are you So he didn't answer him verbally. He made a sign language with his hand that it's a hammer blow, meaning mm-hmm. this is the final hammer blow. Right. I guess it's easier to show hammer blow. It's like playing um, when you play uh, uh, charades. You, you know, which of the <laughs> like, hammer blow you could go. Yeah, hammer blow. <laughs> to use 
as a nail in the wall to hang a picture on or to hang a coat on. So the drilling was actually a final hammer blow also because you want the nail to get to stay there or you want the screw to stay there. So when you drill a hole, you're right. That can only be binyan, cannot be makebatish. But when you drill a screw in, that could be either building or makebatish. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like both. Yeah, it sounds like both Good. because and I'm sorry because because since it's staying in the wall, so so that could be the final hammer blow. But if it's drilling a hole in the wall with a drill bit and pulling it out, that's, that's, that it could be building, but it ain't the final hammer blow. Right. Okay, says the Mishnah. Zaklal, this is the rule. Mishnah said, but this is the rule that anyone who works Melachan Shabbat and stays, Yechayah. Zaklal, what case are you coming to include when you say Yechayah in all these cases? Says the Gemara, La'atuye dahak kapiza b'kaba. Coming to include, if you, if you chisel out a cavity that can hold three quarters of a cob in a, in a stone that could hold a cob. You have a, a stone that's big enough to hold a pound, and you chisel out a three quarters of a pound in that hole, you chayav for that also. Rashbad says, Now let me explain to you what's going on. If you ever, I don't know if you ever watched the cartoons. Jack, you ever watched a cartoon before? You probably never did. But in the cartoons, <laughs> they always have they always have these anvils falling on people's heads. You ever see these big, fat metal items that look like they're pointed on one side and flat on the other side, weighs a ton, and it falls on the guy's head and he goes, you know, it goes like this, and then, you know, you know right. it starts out of his head. Right? You've seen those things? Yeah. <laughs> Jack, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay, good. So now these things are blacksmith anvils. Nowadays, nobody has them around. But in the olden days, when you wanted to work with metal, you bring it to a blacksmith. He takes the metal, he heats it up, and he takes a big sledgehammer, and he bangs it on this surface. Now, you can't bang it on a, on a piece of wood, on a wood counter, it'll break. So you take a big metal anvil, and on the anvil, you smash it with a sledgehammer, and that's how you, bend, you get it into your shape. Okay. Right. I guess in the cartoons, they're looking for a really heavy object and they just start using that. And they think that you know what it is, but now no one needs to know what it is. They just know it's heavy. And, and Bugs Bunny just goes like this afterwards. That's all they know, <laughs> right? Exactly. So the Mishnah said that Yechayav, when you hit the hammer on the anvil, the Gemara, that's what Spock says. The Gemara asks, my Kavid, What's the guy do if he hits his hammer on his anvil? He didn't do anything. How can you tell me I bring a korban? I just bang my hammer on the on the metal block. Who cares? Right, he didn't do actually build or anything or. Uh... Yeah, what I do? Right. Now we have to find something because the mission said you're chayav. What was it? Mm-hmm. So the Rabbi Rabbi the Rabbi said, "You know what you did when you bang that hammer." You practice yourself. You got your hand used to banging. And that's the Avila. That's why you bring the Because you're not supposed to be doing anything. Oh, well, they're going to ask you. They don't like this one. The rabbi says, Kashu be Rechava. Rechava 
Bnei Rechavi asked the question. Ele ma'ata chazu umnata v'shabata v'gamar achinam v'chayev? According to this, if you tell me I'm chayav, when I bang my thing on the, on the anvil and I get my hand used to it, so, because why? Why am I chayav? Because you learned how to do it. Oh, yeah? So then that means if I walk past a shoe store and I watch the shoe, a goy shoe, on, shoe guy on Shabbat figuring out how to fix shoes, and I say, you know what? I'm going to sit here and I'm going to watch him and I'll learn how to do it. And I do that on Shabbat. I'm also chayav korban the Beit Hamikdash for learning how to do something. No, you have to actually. No, you have to actually have it in your hand. Yeah. I didn't do anything. Right. Go to when I, when I bang my hammer on the anvil. Uh, I got my hands used to it. Who cares? I didn't do anything. That can't be it. Maybe because it's mukseh. Okay, so the story with mukseh is Carl, that Mukseh is the Rabbanan. We said in the Mishnah that you're Chayav a Korban. Right. So it can't be talking about Mukseh because we're looking to make you bring a Korban to Beth Mikdash. If a guy touches Mukseh, moves Mukseh on Shabbat and brings a Korban, he did Avera. Don't bring a Korban. Right. So what, what the Oraita could there be with taking a hammer and whacking on, on, on the anvil? Because he may do more than that just by practicing. All those may do's are the Rabbanans. He may build. You don't even bring a korban for any of those may do's. Right. We okay. need a real to be strong. That's right. the for a korban. Got it. So says the Gemara. It seems like when they make gold things in the Mishkan, they used to bang their hammer on the anvil first. Why is it? Because if your anvil, which is made out of metal, if you use it too much, so it gets a little bumpy. And if your anvil gets bumpy, if you're trying to make a sheet of gold and you bang it on a bumpy anvil, the bump is going to come out on your gold. Are you following me or no? Yeah. Because so what they would, do is they would take the sledgehammer and bang it to beat out the, the anvil to make it flat, flat, flat before they use the gold. So right. when you bang the hammer, that's what they used to do in Mishkan in order to even out their anvil. Got it? And that's why it's a, uh, that's why you have to bring up Korban. That's why you have Korban to Beit HaMikdash. Because they used to do it to get it ready. To even it out. Right. Beautiful. So, Tanya Nami Haki, you have a bright like that also. Rashbar Gomer, Shubha Gomer says, Hamakeh Bekunas on Sadan Bishat Menachah Chayab. If you bang on the animal, on the anvil, Yechayav, while you're working, because the people who made the gold sheets in Mishkan used to do it. Beautiful. Right. Beautiful. Okay. Now we're up to the next Mishnah about plowing. Says the Mishnah. HaKodesh, a person who plows, calls you, even a small amount, Chayav, Yechayav. HaMinabesh, if you weed, weeding means you take out all the weeds. Mm-hmm. 
if you prune the branches off, if you prune off the shoots that come out of the ground, cause you even a small amount. It seems if you gather wood, if you're gathering wood by cutting a branch off a tree in order to fix the tree, you know that every tree, Jack, has get nutrients from the ground. Okay? Now, if you want a particular branch to grow very, very strong, the way to do it is by chopping off all the other branches so that all the nutrition goes only to that branch. So we're asking now, let's say a guy chops a branch off a tree. So if his mind was, I want to chop this branch off so the other branch grows more, then even if he chops off a little bit of the tree, it's chayat. Right. But it improves the rest of the tree. Exactly. But if the job is that you want to chop off a branch in order to get firewood so you can warm your toes, then you're not chayat for taking it off unless you took off enough to enough firewood to cook a small egg. Hamlaket asavim. If you gather grass, if you did it to improve the rest of the people, then poshu small amount. In the if you want to give it to an animal, kimalepliagvi. It has to be enough grass to fill up the mouth of a young goat. Is this clear so far? Yes. Clear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, Jack. Okay. So the says the Gemara, lemai chazi. Why are you chayav for plowing a tiny amount? No, what's it good for if you plow it a centimeter of ground? Usually, when you plow, you plow miles of ground. The Mishnah said you chayav for plowing one centimeter, one tiny amount of, of ground. What's it good for? It's good for planting bizra dikara, pumpkin seeds. It's interesting that pumpkin seeds are called bizra. <laughs> what do you call what do you call pumpkin seeds in your house? Bizit. There you go. Okay. <laughs> bizra dikara. Tikavate gave Mishkan, also by the Mishkan. Sometimes during the Mishkan, they would plant one shoot of a certain type of dye to dye the things. So too, so one shoot is enough of plowing is chayav. Mm-hmm. We said, If you weed or you prune all the branches, it's chayav. Okay? Mm-hmm. If you pull out endives, or you prune the reeds, it depends why you're doing it. If you're picking the endives in order to eat it, then the amount that you have to pick is the size of, is endives the size of a dried fig. If you are planning to give it to animals, then Yechayad, if you, you if you take out enough to fill the mouth of a of a goat. 
If your objective is for firewood, then you have to be able to cook a small egg. If your idea is to make the karka better, because when you weed some these branches, it makes the, the ground stronger because it has to support less things, then close with even a small amount of yichayab. But in the other cases, as the measurements, if they're not the correct size, then you're patur on those other things you just mentioned, correct? Correct. So in other words, okay. if you, it sounds like this, that when you're picking branches off the tree, we ask you first what you're doing it for. If you're right. doing it for animal food, a certain size you have to be, pick off the chayab. What to eat or whatever, it, whatever it was. If it's for food, then it goes, everything goes by what you're doing it for, it sounds like. Right. Mm-hmm. Doesn't, every time you take a branch off, doesn't it make the ground better? Because the ground has to support less vegetation. So why do we say, it depends why you did it, what's the difference? We're talking about a case where the tree that you broke it off was in the swamp. If it's in the swamp, nothing grows there anyway. And therefore, nobody wants you to pluck it off. Not going to make a difference. It's strictly... uh, It's not not to make the branch strong because it's not going to matter because it's in the swamp. So there's no no purpose. That's the answer of Robert. Yes, that's the answer of Robert Nerviosis. Right. He said, you don't have to say it's talking about in the swamp. I'll tell you better case. It's talking about in the guy's own backyard. But his, his intention was not to make the ground better by plucking it off. His intention was for firewood. Then he has to go with the firewood shewer. Goes by your intention. That's what Abaya says. Mm-hmm. Ask the What's the difference? What do you mean? Who cares what your intention is? But if the psikrisha, if we know, even though Rabbi Shimon says the anachayav, you're not chayav if you do something. Rabbi Shimon says you're not chayav if you do something, unless you want to do the melacha, but if you weren't trying to do melacha, you're patur. So over here also, since you weren't trying to make the ground better. So we should say, not patur, but you should go with the lenient opinion of how much you have to take off. If mm-hmm. that's true, then you don't do that. The case was that you plant, you, you made the hole in your friend's land. Okay. And since it's in your friend's land, you really could care less it makes the ground better because it's your friend's land. Right. New Mishnah. There's the Mishnah. If a guy writes two letters, whether he writes it with his right or his left hand, whether he write two letters from one name or two letters from two different names. And he makes two signs. Chayav, 
even with two types of inks, even if one is red and one is black, you can still chayav. is not for kotev, not for writing. When you write two letters, you are chayav, but you are only chayav because of inscribing. Why did I have to mention two letters, Rama? If you write one, you're chayav. If you write two, you're sure? Of course you're chayav. Why? You write one, you're not chayav. According to this, two letters, you're chayav. One letter, you're not chayav, according to this Mishnah. Oh, it goes by measurement also with this? It goes by here. The measurement is two letters. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Shekach kotim al-kashir mishkan. And he says, the reason why Yechayah for writing letters is because when they had the poles in the Mishkan, they had to write letters on them to know which pole goes where. Just like so, the Chikah poles, people write on them. So in the Mishkan, they also wrote on them. And that's why writing is called a, called a Avodah, because they used to write on the poles of the Mishkan to know where everyone goes. So if somebody writes something on a piece of paper and they only wrote a couple of words, they're not Chayah for anything? They're just... Um... Today, today's day. It's a sin, but you know, obviously, there's no, there's no Beta Mikdash, so there's no. Uh... You can't bring a korban nowadays, no. Right, exactly. But you chayav. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Some okay. people have a special notebook that they, they write down when they chayav something. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm Sometimes you find the short word part of a long word. Shem mi Shimon. The word Shem comes out of the word Shimon, the first letters. Or Shmuel from the word Shmuel. Noach comes out of the word Nachor. Okay. In the Mishnah we said, Yechayav if you write with your right hand or your left hand. I get it if you write with your right hand, you're chayav, because you're doing a normal labor. Why are you chayav if you write with the small? It's not normal. When you do anything not normal, you never bring a korban to Beth Mikdash. You might not be allowed to do it, but you shouldn't bring a korban. Why are you bringing a korban when you write with your left hand? But you have people that have lefties, Rabbi. Oh, well, it says, yes, Shemot. Small If you hear our answers, you're right. The Mishnah was talking about a lefty. For a righty, a patur. But the Mishnah is talking about lefties. That's what the Mishnah was talking about. Okay? Yep. If it's talking about a lefty guy, so his left hand is like everyone else's right hand. So he should be chayav on the left hand too. So what do you have to tell me? Just say right hand, and I'll know that the lefty is for his left hand. Why do you have to say right and lefty? You confuse me. Mm-hmm.
Just a mark. Correct. Even with your left hand, because marking, no one cares. Writing, always write with your right. But marking, okay, you have to make the mark. So you know where it goes. Mm -hmm. Right. And since that's a source, you only have for that. Ask the Gemara. If this rate, safe of the same mission is mentioned in Biosi's name, the race is not hidden. It's not no cooler Biosi's or Biosi. Good. Tends to go that further. Our Rabbi Yehuda, Latino, we said that you can have a short name and a big name. El Rabbi Yehuda, Sheel Tzotem Sheshimot Hu Mechayev. Sheel Tzotem Shemechad Lo Mechayev. You mean to tell me that Rabbi Yehuda is only Chayev on the word Shem Mishimon, which is a Shin and a Mem? What if I would have wrote two Shins? You want to tell me he would say you Patul because it's not an, not an actual name? Is that what you want to claim? You got two guys. Yeah, one guy's name is Mike, and the second guy's name is Bill. Mike wrote on Shabbat, he wrote Shin Mim. And writing Shimon, he wrote Shin Mim. Now it's a stop, he wrote the word Shem, you get Malkuth, Brigham, Korbat, and Mesmikash. His next neighbor wrote Shin Shin. It's not a word, it's two Shins. Right, it's not an actual word you're writing. It's just, uh, it's maybe like the, uh, what do you call the markings, no? Right, exactly. Let's go. So he wouldn't have to bring one. Is that correct? He wouldn't have to bring a uh, korban for that. Right. You might think, I just don't question. You have to write the whole world. But actually, I cover it. You have to weave the whole bag in the chayav. But actually, I say call nafa. That's how you do all the seeming. That was all me'achat. As we learned from from one, me'achat. From one doesn't mean you don't do the whole thing. Yeah, I mean you don't have to write the whole world to be chayav. It's like in me'achat. They call people look at them the chayav. You might think you just write one shin yichayav. No, because no. You don't only read one friend. You only read one house. Or one, one, one eye of the needle. 
תלמוד אומר אחת, that's why it says אחת. הכיצד אין לך עד שיכתוב שם קטן משם גדול. לאורך היה, when you write a small name, which is part of a big name, שם משמעון, ושמיאל, נוח מנחות, דן מדניאל. clarify that the little paragraph you just said? Yes. Rabbi Shimon says, you, when it says the word Yachol, Achat, you might have thought that you have to write the whole word, Achat, the whole word. You know what we have? Shimon, mm-hmm. right? Or weave entire garments. Or until you, uh, until you um, sift the whole sifter. Then it says no. It says you do part of one. Me'achat means part of one. So what does it mean, part mm-hmm. of one? If it was just as part of one, maybe just write a shin in your chayab. Maybe you only weave one thread. Even if you made only one needle eye. Yes, the only chayab, when you do a malacha, that will last. Okay, those are all different rabbis. Last rabbis of Yossi. Yossi says, Okay. I think we'll stop here. Okay. Let's do one more. If Yossi says, You do once and then you say, What does it teach you? Sometimes you have. If you do one for all of them, sometimes you have to do all of them together. So therefore, we're going to see tomorrow exactly what it is. Mar is going to explain this, this last statement of Yossi tomorrow. Okay? Perfect. Beautiful. It's a pleasure to have you on. Thank you, Rabbi. We'll try, to, we'll, try to, we'll try to get him on more often, Rabbi. Pleasure to see you, Rabbi. I haven't seen you in a while. I know, I know. Beautiful. He's been in Jersey for three months. Wonderful. You can't beat Jersey. <laughs> Brooklyn's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, we'll see you soon. Come for Shabbat. We'll see you soon. Thank you. 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 Thank you